Welcome to the Cloud Accounting Podcast, a show for accountants and bookkeepers using cloud technology to make their jobs more strategic and impactful. I'm Blake Oliver. And I'm David Leary. Uh, what is new in the world of cloud accounting technology? So uh, one thing's new this week, the CPA uh, practice advisor announced their 40 under 40 for 2018 that just came out on August 26th. Uh, I know I've been on the list once when I was like 39. You are on it a couple times, right? Well, you're not. You're not old enough to even be on that list, are you? Or wait, no, there's no, there's no minimum. It's just, I'm, I'm itching for the 50 under 50 now. That's what I'm reaching for. Uh, yeah. So I was a 40 under 40 in 2016 and 2017. And actually, I'm happy to report that uh, this year, our, the CEO of Flowcast, where I work, Mike Whitmire, he is on the 20 under 40, which is the accompanying list uh, for uh, folks who are not in public accounting, but on the vendor space. So uh, we're, we're very happy uh, for him and, and for Flowcast for getting that recognition. Yeah, I, what I like about this list always because it's like almost always half the list are people you either know or you're friends with. Um, we've had some of these people on the uh, podcast actually. Uh, I think I don't know if we put the uh, the interview out there yet, but like Sean Stein Smith's on the list. Yep. Um, still working on that one. Else? No, wait, did we do that? We did that one. Um, I think he's the only guy that we've interviewed, but this is great because now we have a list of people now to, list go of who to go interview. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's exactly. True. But it's always cool because like you, you see this and you can sort of a lot of these people as friends, which and you're connected to them social. So it's really, it's just exciting. It's a good celebration to see this. Yeah. So I recommend everybody go and click on the, uh, we'll do the link, but you can click on each person and then each person provides kind of a little bio which is cool. And then, uh, you know, they tell about uh, kind of what drove them into the profession, kind of uh, who their mentors are. It's a good, it's a good way to uh, learn about other people in the profession that are really changing it for the next five to 10 years. Yeah. And, and what I like about it too is, is you go into those bios, those um, interviews, and so many people are talking about technology being a, a driving force of change. Uh, do you have any articles this week? Yes, I do. This is by Jason Andrew. He's the co-founder of Smart Books Online, an Australian firm. He posted this on Medium. It's called Accounting Partners are Just Franchisees. You can tell from the title that he's not exactly uh, the biggest fan of accounting um, partnerships. And I think the he, he basically goes through and he looks at the attributes of what it's like to work as a, as a partner in an accounting firm. Uh, and then he talks about um, uh, what, what it's like to own a franchise. Uh, and honestly, they're kind of similar, right? Um, I'll, I'll go through the list here. So he says, uh, for instance, characteristics of a franchisee, characteristics characteristics of an accounting firm partnership. Be your own boss. Buy into a system that works. We take care of all the boring business stuff like marketing, admin, finance, and HR. Be part of a bigger movement. We're different from everyone else. Don't worry about the buy-in. We can vendor finance it. Th- that sort of thing. Of course, you know the the two columns, the franchisee and the partnership, have exactly the same um, answers. Right, breaking it down and. So his his ultimate takeaway is that the question is is it is it good to as an accountant want to be in a partnership these days? And he says that if you're a technician, if you love the work that you do and you just want to do that work uh, and do it under an established brand and not have to worry about any of those business type things like marketing and whatnot, then go be a partner. That's perfect for you. But if your desire is to build a business to build something that's bigger than yourself, then your goal should be not to become a partner in an established accounting firm, but go off and build your own firm and do something for yourself uh, and not subscribe to somebody else's agenda. It was interesting about this. He really talks about his own personal experience in this journey, right? Like he was all in. 
He's like, I'm going to work my way. I'm going to become a partner and all the glorious benefits that uh, come with that. But he kind of stepped back and he's like, he gets to actually be an accountant and have his own business. He doesn't even, they don't even refer to each other as partners in his business, right? Because they're actually uh, owners of the business, you know, not partners. And and to bring this back to tech, right? The thing that uh, I experienced and a lot of what young accountants are experiencing is that it's getting easier and easier to start your own accounting firm because now all you need is a laptop uh, and an internet connection. It used to be you had to rent an office. You had to have a receptionist. You had all this overhead that required uh, you know, buying into a partnership or, or, or at least banding together with others to do it. Now, I mean, you can be, a, you can be your own guy and you can be out in the middle of nowhere uh, and you can be serving clients pretty much from anywhere if you know what you're doing. And even reaching those clients now, which be uh, pre-cloud, like even marketing those clients was difficult, right? But now you can, if you just want to only do comic book stores, you can only do comic book stores and you can survive as an accountant or, or bookkeeping. You can have your firm that does that. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, we talk about this every week, but the technology stack that we're now living in really enables this kind of thought process. Um, people can break free if they don't want. If, if it's not for them, like you can break free and do something else. And actually, I have a great uh, story that illustrates this point um, from Ryan Lozanis. He hosted a, a blog post uh, based on his vacation. He just took a vacation recently to Indonesia and he was staying on a remote island. And he met a CPA there who, this is an island that doesn't even have electricity or internet. And this guy is a CPA. He's out on this island and he provides accounting services by tethering his laptop to his phone and getting internet that way. And he works remotely with people uh, in Australia to do their taxes. And he uh, does their accounting online. Uh, he, he wins. He's winning life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's some great pictures in this article of, of, of this guy, George, the CPA, um, sitting in his bungalow with a beautiful view of the uh, beach and the ocean uh, in his Hawaiian shirt. That's amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. I really, uh, I really wish uh, I was on the beach right now. I mean, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm, I joked to my wife. I'm semi-retired after the news last week, and like, <laughs> I had this grandiose plan of playing Madden every day this week. You know, hours and hours. I literally have about eight minutes of Madden game time slot that I've played <laughs> in in six days of of retirement, early retirement, mid retirement, whatever you want to call this. This little break I'm taking, but yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see how that goes in the future a little bit more. Yeah, I, I have an article here that's. Uh, uh, not as exciting. Um, it's actually kind of boring and highly technical, but I think it's uh, it really aligns well with our audience. Um, FASB simplifies the accounting for cloud computing service costs. So that sentence is complicated on its own, uh, but they really get in and I'll read this one paragraph and I think it kind of can paint a picture of how complicated this is, but everybody should understand that it exists. Um, so here you go, read it literally word for word. The standard aligns the requirements for capitalizing implementation cost incurred in a hosting arrangement that is a service contract with the requirements for capitalizing implementation cost incurred to develop or obtain internal use software, parentheses, and hosting arrangements that include an internal use software license, close parentheses. So Blake, can you define this? What does what, what this change? Uh, what this signifies to me is that the, <laughs> the Journal of Accountancy was not particularly helpful in breaking down <laughs> this standard for us. And I, I just don't understand why. I, 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 it sounds like they, they copied it from the, um, you know, the FASB guidance. And I don't understand why can't the FASB write things in, in normal human sentences in speech that 
like in plain language, in plain English. Like it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, and well, the, the funny part of this, this is the simplified version. What? This is the, the Fastby simplifies the accounting for this. Mm. This oh. is the simplified well, text, oh, yeah. apparently. Oh, no, well, this is the simplified guidance or the standard, but I guess, um, yeah. you know, the way they write it. So basically, uh, the way that you capitalize implementation costs for internal use software, now you're going to do the exact same thing when you capitalize implementation costs for something uh, that is being hosted. Uh, it's a, that, that you are not um, developing yourself. So got it. I guess that makes more sense. What else do you got this week? All right, in the world of cryptocurrency and, and blockchain and Bitcoin, here's a story about how it actually might start affecting us in our day-to-day lives uh, in not too long. Square has won a patent for adding cryptocurrency features to its point-of-sale technology. According to this patent that was filed, uh, the technology will allow merchants to accept virtual currencies, including cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin, Ether, that sort of thing, uh, using their traditional payment system. And so Square is going to, on the back end, uh, facilitate that exchange. So if I want to pay in Bitcoin, I can go up to that Square terminal. And for those who may not be familiar, Square is the dominant uh, small business point-of-sale credit card terminal uh, thing going on right now. They're, they're getting huge, right? So you go into like your local coffee shop, small one, a one-location shop, they're probably going to be using Square. So um, up till now, you could just pay with credit card uh, using Square. So the idea is you could actually pay with your Bitcoin wallet or your um, uh, other type of cryptocurrency. And Square's technology will uh, take those funds and will uh, on the fly convert that into currency that the merchant can accept. Back in the fiance. So, so me as the merchant, I now can accept Bitcoin, but I don't have any of the headaches associated with accepting Bitcoin right. because when at the end of the day, when I do my Z reading out of my my point of sale system, it's just cash. Yeah, I just have US USD if if that's the case, yeah. and we I just handle everything the same. Even though there was a Bitcoin uh, transaction that occurred, yeah, that that actually is probably the best way for this to have major adoption. Um, it'll be interesting to see if is that is that an op is that just out of the box or is that something people have to add as a preference inside of square so right I remember you're gonna still pe- you know i go to the coffee shop there'll be a sign now taking bitcoin <laughs> probably and i mean if i were square the way i would do this is i would just add it as a new feature and say you know by default people are now going to be able to pay you with uh cryptocurrency it's not going to look any different for you right because we're still transferring the we're converting the funds we're transferring them into us dollars like to you it's exactly the same Right, you're getting exactly the same amount of U.S. currency you would have got if they'd pay with a credit card. Um, so, if, if Square does it that way, then yeah, I mean, immediately millions and millions of business will, businesses will now accept cryptocurrency. Um, now, one of the problems with cryptocurrency, with Bitcoin in particular, is the speed of the network. It's actually very, very slow and expensive to pay somebody with Bitcoin, just because of the way the network was set up. It wasn't designed to handle um, thousands of transactions per second that you get in a credit card processing environment. So the reason Square's patent is important is that now uh, they're adding a private blockchain in between the public blockchain. So um, my my Bitcoin's on a public blockchain, and when I pay, uh, it 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 involves now the Square private blockchain. And Square to speed up the transaction is going to front the money to the merchant, and then will process the transaction later on the public blockchain. So they're going to take on the risk. Yeah, so Square in a way is becoming a Bitcoin exchange of their own. 
Yeah. Right. Like they're yeah. going to be their own Bitcoin exchange. Now, is it just going to be Bitcoin or are they going to do any type of currencies? Is it uh, well, so the, on that? the patent is general use. So they could, you know, theoretically accept every okay. kind of cryptocurrency. I imagine they'll probably only do the bigger ones. But yeah, the idea being that, um, you know, this, this could really make um, the consumer use of cryptocurrency a thing. Like I would, I would carry around funds in my wallet if I could pay that way, perhaps, especially if a merchants would give me discounts, right? Because if they're not paying the uh, credit card processing fee, you know, maybe I get a, a small discount for using cryptocurrency because it's going to cost less. Depends whatever square charges, right? But I mean, I could see them definitely charging, you know, like one percent instead of the two or three percent that the the, mer- the credit the card companies yeah. charge. Yeah, because you're eliminating, yeah, you're eliminating one of the middlemen. Yeah, I think this would be interesting to watch. I, I think the the yes, everybody has Square. People are paying. I still feel like mobile payments. The people that are winning right now is Starbucks. Yeah, like if you sit at Starbucks, it's amazing how many people pay for the coffee using their phone. That like they've completely eliminated the the card swipe almost. Yeah, um, at a very high percentage. And so it'll be it'll be interesting. Like, I, I think that's when this really tips. It's nice that Square's out there. Lots of small businesses use Square, but when you walk into Starbucks and Starbucks says, "Hey, you can pay with Bitcoin," or you go to Walmart. You can pay with Bitcoin. I think that's when we know we've tipped. Or when I finally go to Amazon, I can pay with Bitcoin. That's when we finally, you know, I've hit a new. But this is, but it's marching that way. It's very obvious. Oh, this is, it's coming. Hey, David, I just realized that we're, yeah. we're coming up at the end of our time for this show, and we've got Scott Warren waiting to talk to us. So we we'd better jump off and get on to that recording session. Okay, perfect. Let's uh, let's wrap it up then. Uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you if anybody needs to? Tweet at me. I'm at Blake T. Oliver. Got it. And you can tweet at me. I'm at David Leary. And you can track both of us down on uh, LinkedIn as well. All right. Thanks. Thanks, David. Talk to you soon. All right. Later. Bye, Blake. So, David, uh, I have a crazy story. I was woken up at 5.45 a.m. this morning to the sound of what sounded to me like explosions in my backyard. Um, that seems kind of close. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it, it felt like it was in my backyard and I thought maybe there'd been like a gas explosion in the house near me or, or, or something. I mean, it was like, I've never even heard of fireworks that loud. Um, but a, a gas explosion could be a viable concern because did you guys have an earthquake yesterday right, or the day before? Exactly. So it's possible. That's what I'm okay. always thinking. Yeah. It turned out, uh, I went out, I, I got up, I, I looked online to see if anything was going on. I couldn't find anything. So I went outside to walk the dog and I get outside and there are 20, must've been 20 cop cars and unmarked, uh, police cars, uh, several dozen plainclothes police officers just hanging around our block. So I, one of them came over and filled me in. Um, they couldn't tell me much, but apparently my, the, the FBI raided my neighbor's house this morning. Like the the guy who lives on the other side of the fence in my backyard. Wow. And um, yeah, his name's Rob and they, he's accused of, of making threats against the Boston globe, like death threats. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything that exciting. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I'm, I'm a, if I'm a little amped up this morning on the podcast, that is why uh, it, not something I would have expected from him, but yeah, it's all over the national news and um it's a, a big deal here. So, oh, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to flip on the the mainstream media here and try to track that down a little bit and yeah, see. Yeah, like, look, that's Blake's house. <laughs> so there have been reporters all over the place. There were helicopters. If you hear any 
sounds in the background, like helicopter sounds. That's what that is. Probably it's the. Can you go outside wearing a shirt that says "Cloud Accounting Podcast"? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I didn't. I don't. I haven't had those made yet. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, we've right. tried. We've tried. We tried. I know. Maybe, maybe in my ridiculous downtime now, I could. I could you know take time to hand make some shirts or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so. Um, you know, I'm a little bit flustered, uh, you know, but let, let's get down to this. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to my regular life. 